Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get it out. Welcome. Welcome to the haunted estate. Hello and welcome. You heard the intro. You know where you are. You know who you're with. You're here with me. Selena Spooky Boo and Tame Money. Tame Money be looking pretty Honey, today, what's going on? What's with the sunglasses? Light scares me, hurts me. I you, prefer darkness. Okay, so you're wearing all black, wearing black glasses, <laughs> feeling a little dark. Um, are you okay? Never been better. Okay, so what's what's going on, Taylor? No, okay, I can see the tears I in your do- eyes. <gasps> Moving on. Um, <laughs> something you don't want to talk about. What's that? <laughs> mm, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, what's your last? I've been going through a lot of stuff in the last week and a half. Um, you don't know how many inbox messages I got being like, "What's going on with Taylor's TikTok?" I appreciate that. <laughs> um, for- Jewel called me. He's like, "Fuck is that? Is he uh, right?" Um, yeah, I'm okay. So if you've seen any of my TikToks lately, I've been sad because I'm <laughs> mortally in- sad. Very, very sad. Um. I'm an idiot and <laughs> I overthink a lot of things. <laughs> I don't think, I don't think it was an overthinking thing, but that's my opinion. Selena. He wants me to die. Okay. So it's his prerogative. We love Taylor. We want what's best for Taylor and Taylor mm-hmm. knows what Taylor wants. So Taylor's going to go get what Taylor mother wants. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. Okay. Tomorrow. Mm. After work. Okay. Do you I'll need to leave early tomorrow? No. Why not? You can leave early if you need to. Just let me know. I'm good. I, I may, might need some mental prep preparation. You can come an hour earlier too if you want. True. Yeah. I can come three hours earlier because that's when you're up. I have been getting up at like six, seven o'clock in the morning, which is weird for me, right? Yeah. That's not that. I don't even know who you are anymore. That's usually when I went to bed. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. New moon is the worst twilight. Anyways. Stop um, it. Okay. That reminds me. I got the best male day ever today. You did. Okay? You got a lot of fun stuff. I got a lot of fun stuff. We went out. We got our nails done. Three, two, one. We looking fresh. We looking fly. We're getting ready for LA. Bay Bay up in the day. Okay. So my mail came. I was really excited because first I got some taxidermy bunnies. Okay. My sweater that I ordered, which is the original Twilight New Moon zip up hoodie mm -hmm. arrived in the mail. How long have you been looking for that? A really long time. And the weird thing is, I think I might actually already own it, but it's just like packed away somewhere, like in those boxes over there. Oh God. So like we literally, we have gone through, my whole house is packed. I literally came from a house that is the size of the studio and there's still like 40 more boxes to unpack. <laughs> and these aren't just normal boxes. No. These are like huge, huge boxes. Like you could put people in there. Like a full. Is there? People? No. Okay, okay. So moving on. My other thing that came today, if you guys know me, you know, one of my favorite shows is Schitt's Creek. Okay. I love Schitt's Creek. It's a Canadian based comedy drama vibe. Yeah, more comedy it. than anything. Oh yeah. It ended before it's prime. It got so much more popular after it was over. And it's um, Catherine O'Hara, mm -hmm. Eugene Levy. And well, it's Eugene Dan. Levy and Dan Levy wrote it. But I fell in love with a character on there who I have just followed her whole career, Emily Hampshire. You'll hear me talk about her sometimes. Anyways, she reached out. She's like, I'm writing this book. It's um, it's like a graphic novel. And I was like, yes. She's like, will you read it? And I was like, yes. <laughs> and there I was. I got in the tub. I made like, I poured like this nice comfy tub. I got all my bubbles. I made myself some tea. And I sat down with this book right here. Okay. Amelia Airwood, Basic Witch. It's a graphic novel about Amelia Airwood, who just lives quite a life. This right here is Spaghetti, Spaghetti the Yeti. I'm wearing Spaghetti the Yeti shirt. It says, I'm real. Because sometimes I don't know if I am real. But I'm telling you right now, you want to slide over to Emily's Instagram. You want to find this. I tried to order it here in Canada. Can't even get it because it's so popular. Oh. Honestly, this is the most delicious kind of graphic novel. It's such a new take, a new coming of age story that I really think you're going to enjoy. You're going to want to go get this. You're going to want to read this. It's such a fun, easy read. And when you're done with it, you're like, dude, I hope it becomes a show. I think it needs to be a show. It'd be really good. Either like real life or like, you know, a cartoon series, but look at this guy. Mm -hmm. Gucci wanted this little man so bad, but yeah, she sent me this and it tickled my whole ass. So I'm never taking the shirt off. I love color and that's just full of color. <laughs> of course. Cause it's like, you haven't been full of color lately. Oh, oh, the mics shit. picked her up. Mm -hmm. Damn, that was crunchy, munchy. <laughs> so I that wasn't smooth peanut butter, baby. Uh -uh. Mm -mm. That has a couple shells in there too. Some shells. Yep. You um, ate the shells. <laughs> we went to get our nails done today, and originally we were both going to get French ombre. Yeah, just then, like white French ombre. Mm -hmm. And then Selena's like, "Oh, I'm going to get the the jelly." Donut. That's called the, jelly the donut. Haley Bieber jelly donut nails. Jelly donut nails. And I was yeah. like, okay, cool. Because I, I like these. I get them every once in a while. She's like, what are you going to get? And I was like, oh, I'll look it up. So 10 minutes before this conversation, we were looking at chocolate diamonds. And for some reason I want, I said, I want brown on my fingers. <laughs> so I got brown on my fingers. So what's it look like? Um, It looks like I scratched a little too hard. It looks like he was digging in his ass. But, but in hey, a good way. if you're into no. that. The picture looked like somebody digging their ass. Yours look like a beautiful, like neutral ombre. I think it's beautiful. Like an almond, like a pistachio, like a, a hazelnut biscotti. Oh my God, you have hazelnut biscotti nails. Okay, why'd you do that though? What? 
We can talk about what just happened in the kitchen. Yeah, so I, I went to the washroom. <laughs> you really want to talk about that? I don't care. I went to the washroom, <laughs> um, pulled down my pants, and Selena and I talk about BV way too much in the, in the household. As, um, just for fun. Yeah, like it just comes up a lot. If we smell something funky, we just think it's that. Except um, not, I've literally never had BV before. I, no, you. she always smells great. I think <laughs> I smell great. Something wasn't I'm right. I'm proud that I haven't had a yeast infection in five years. I've been taking care of my kids. Just yourself. We're going to be making bread next week. Sourdough. <laughs> <laughs> Spooky boo bread, bitch. <laughs> so I literally walk into the kitchen and I go, Selena, is there a male version for bacterial vaginosis? Because something's not right down there. Uh, it, I think and then what'd you do? And then I scratched and I sniffed. No, you didn't scratch. You just sniffed. <laughs> he just goes, is there? And I'm like, I don't know. And he goes, ooh. And I was like, it was you just came out of the bathroom? No, it was and a joke. And you didn't wash your hands? I, okay, I washed them. It was a joke. So do you have like a fishy pain thing going on? I think I haven't showered in two days. Because of the depression. Yeah, I've just been sad and I haven't showered. And so I kind of just spray cologne down there and hope for the best. Okay, well, you're spraying perfume on your junk? I usually do it outside of the underwear so it doesn't get right on the skin, but keeps the wafts away. Okay. Um, but I went to the washroom and I was like, oh, I need a deep clean tonight. When's the last time you change your underpants? Every day. Okay, well, at least you're keeping up with that. Yeah, no, I'm pretty good with getting changed. Well, I'm sorry you're dealing with depression. It's okay. You're really loved in this house, Adam, and I love you. You're, I know. You're our best friend. You tell me every day. It's just, okay, it doesn't sound like you like, <laughs> you tell me every day. No, you do. And it's been great. It's just sometimes it's hard to hear the good things when you're feeling so low on yourself. Yeah, just, you'll probably be fine after tomorrow though. Hopefully. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed everything goes well. And if uh, if it's not, I'll be sending this to him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why not? W would he watch it on his own anyways? Does he watch any of the stuff you're in? I believe so. I hope so. Okay. He's always been my cheerleader. He's just, I think he's excited to see where I'm going to go. Where do you want to go? Everywhere. Everywhere. You know what? Recently, I've been having dreams about being in a music video. I think that'd just be fun. I just want to do that. What would you do? Are you going to dance? I'll, yeah, I'll be, but I'll be like, the music video premise will be bad dancers. And so I'll just be like. Do you ever see the music video with Trisha Paytas in it? The was, Rocks one? The was, rock star? She one? was in an Eminem one. Yeah. Okay. Eminem, yeah. And she played big Jessica Simpson. <laughs> yes. You saw that? Yeah. I remember watching that and I didn't even, like, obviously she wasn't like famous. Like she wasn't like Trisha Paytas yet. And I remember looking at her and being like, whoa, she's so hot. She, she ate that. Like she did great on that. She is a beautiful when you girl. Say, when you say someone ate it, does that good or bad? It depends on the context. So like if you, for example, my partner's sister is a dancer. Like a stripper? No, like a competitive dancer. Oh. How old She's is she? 16. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, for example, if she, like I love watching her dance because like I could never move like that. And after I'd be like, wow, she really ate that. And that means like she fucking, that was great. Is she a good dancer though? Or are you just being nice? No, she actually like compared to what else I've seen. Yeah. Yeah. What is her medium? It's a good question. Like what, what kind of I shoes does she wear? She doesn't. A lot of them don't. It's like modern ballet? No, she doesn't. I don't think she does ballet. She does like contemporary, lyrical, hip hop, oh, okay. Okay. jazz. Um, 
No, a couple of weeks ago we went to one of her performances. It's just like one of the local ones that doesn't really mean anything, but it gets them ready yeah. for the comp season. Um, after, I I started to tear up because I'm like, whoa! I did beautiful. I did dance for a year. What'd you do? Lyrical. Was it nice? Like, what kind of movements was that? Um, ones my body doesn't make. That's for <laughs> sure. I was the oldest. Excuse me. Don't put your sorry. pants, dude. I'm if like, I push today. Um. <laughs> Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. We did, my very first lyrical song was Stone Cold by Demi Lovato. Oh. Stone Cold. And it was like, uh, mm. and like, I was the oldest kid in the group because I was late, like signing up. So I was like 13, I think at the time, and the rest of them were like nine. Um, I was like 200 pounds and the rest of them were 85 pounds. Well, I, have a, I have a story like this too. Um, and so she's like, hey, lift your feet. And I'm like, boom, boom, boom. Honestly, I didn't know if I was doing lyrical or Shrek the musical. So, Dude, dance is in my background too. I started ballet at three and I did ballet until I was about 12. I did ballet for a really long time. Um, but I could never do point. I think I was too heavy. Then I moved into tap because this bitch could tap. I love <laughs> tap. I love making noise. And I was in a group with just one other girl. So it was me and this girl who was severely underweight. And I'm not meaning this in like in a bad way. This was her body type. Like she had been to dietitians and stuff like that. Like they had done everything they could to try and help her gain weight. Like, I don't know if it was a medical condition or something. So here's this girl. I think she weighed 62 pounds. And then there was me who at 13, weighed 150 pounds. Okay. So we're tapping, and I just remember the teacher screaming at this other girl being like, tap harder, tap. You need to tap, because she didn't have the... She didn't have the power to tap. So here we are, like we're on stage and all you can hear is me like, and then she's like floating across the stage. And I'm like, she needs to be in ballet. This is a ballerina. Like she is graceful and beautiful, but she just can't tap. So I remember they gave me a solo to tap. Um, and I just remember that I hadn't really gotten a bra yet. And I just remember my boobs were bouncing and they were hurting. Then I quit. Yeah, I did. Um, it was weird. Like I think I was just like always meant to be a bigger girl because 
even when I started professional swimming, I started swimming as soon as I could get in the water. I'm a Pisces, I'm a water side, I love water. I swam like three days a week for like three hours a day. It was insane. I was so short, but I like was a power swimmer. Like I swam for for like this Canadian team. I, I went so, 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 so hard. Where was I going with this? I don't know. Mm. Um, <laughs> I was a big swimmer. We danced. We danced, we swam. Yeah, I was a really big swimmer. There we go. Um, then I did my lifeguarding. I remember when it stopped. I did my lifeguarding course, but you had to be 16 and they let me just do it for funsies at 14. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't strong enough to pick up the 50 pound weight off the bottom of the pool and get it up over the top. Shit. I just didn't have the power. Isn't it crazy how we're limited to our age? Limited to, yeah, age, yeah. It's like crazy. It's like we can vote when we're 18. Yeah. We can legally get married. Yeah. We can legally consent to anything. We can fully drive, but- You can't drink in- You can't drink. You can't drink in America. Or Canada. And it's like, you can't rent a car unless you're 25. I know some 19 year olds that I would let rent a car over like some 50 year olds. Yep. <laughs> like I think, like I remember watching this episode of Black Mirror and everybody was given like a social score. Mm-hmm. So everybody was like super nice to each other and they'd have high, and then one thing would knock you down, knock you down, knock you down. Like, can you imagine like social media stars? Like think of like James Charles or something and he yeah. goes through something and he gets knocked down. And like that, that's what decides mm-hmm what you can get. Can you get a mortgage? Can you get this? But that's also so scary because like one little tiny, and it shows you one mistake can ruin everything, even if it's out of context. What uh, what would knock you down? What would knock me down? You tell me. <laughs> you look like you know. No. What would, knock, <laughs> what, would, what would knock me down? I don't think anything really. No, it's okay. Say what you need to. No, honestly. What would knock me down, Taylor? I don't know. Choose something. Um, probably how nice, too nice you are to people. Okay, that's like not true. Cause I'm just in my congenial era. Okay, what what would knock me down? What would knock I me down? <sighs> Come on, boy. What would knock me down? He's so scared right now. Right. Guys, my life is on the line right now. What would knock me down? What would knock down? I think you're just perfect in every way. So you'd be at 100% every time. Need a mortgage? Got it. Nick Hart got it. Yeah, you too. Thanks, babe. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's just, it's crazy how the world works because we like, we have credit, co- credit scores and stuff. Yeah. So I guess maybe the age thing is just because like, that's really the only way they can like categorize us because how you don't have systems that tell you what kind of person you are. Yeah. How would you deal with a kidnapping situation? If I was being kidnapped? Yeah. I'd let them. I'd let them and then. You I would fight make it? them trust. No, no, I can't fight. Fuck, they put a cheeseburger in front of me. I'm done. Be like, um, can we can't have me? No, I'll get you a double cheeseburger. Okay. Yeah, I'll get in the van. <laughs> um, my mom used to tell me that I never had to worry about being kidnapped because they wouldn't be able to afford all the groceries for me. So they just sent me back. She really said that? A few times. I, I saw this TikTok thing the other day and it was this guy and he was like, What's the worst thing a parent has ever said to you? Mm. Are you asking? Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to if you don't want to. I'm afraid to even say mine, man. One of my biggest things, what people say, like my parents have said this a few times and other people have said it just in random situations. Wait, have uh, I said it? I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> no. Um, it's when people call me ungrateful. 
I think for me, like you see how I am sometimes. Like I don't want people to do anything for me. And it's like my parents used to use that as a, a ploy, I guess, when I was in trouble for something. They're like, oh, you're so grateful for this, this, and this. And it's like, I think that was their only way of like trying to win the argument. But okay. That's the worst thing a parent has said to you? That I can say. Yeah, see, that's me because like I'm at a different place like than I was. But like my childhood was very, in some ways, easy. In other ways, very, very hard. And I haven't really met someone who has like the different trauma, but not, not yeah. the kind of thing that I've been through. We were talking about this today where it was like, oh, well, a counselor said to me, if you weren't treated this way, do you think you'd be who you are today? Mm-hmm. And like trying to use that as an excuse, like you wouldn't be where you are today because you wouldn't have, you wouldn't have been forced to be this way. And I just don't believe that. Like, I think I was born to be a fucking force to be like, like yep. I'm a fighter. And I just feel like I wouldn't have that like unbelievable level of self doubt. Cause no matter, like I live my life being comparing myself to other people. Um, growing up being fat was literally the worst thing anybody could be ever. And it like blow, where are you going? Are you relating? No, it's, it's crazy. And that's the thing. And like, I remember, you know, the table being hit when I tried to eat and I remember, you know, these things and it's hard because they don't remember it the way that I do. And they're like, this didn't happen. And this didn't happen. I'm like, to you, that was a normal day. To me, that was one of the worst days of my life. Like these things are in my head. These are the most concrete memories that I have. Like we, we talked about this the other day where my dad, I was talking to Adam after I heard about this and he's like, okay, what's, what is the hardest things that have been said to you? And one of them was my dad. He's Hungarian. He's very Hungarian. Like children should be seen, not heard. He's definitely not who he was when I was growing up, but there were things at play. My mom got really sick when I was young and my dad just had a really hard time dealing with that. Cause he went from having someone who supported, you know, as much as he could to somebody who, you know, he was on his own taking care of two kids, a sick wife and all of that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he had to have someone to kind of, I don't know if it's like take it out on, but he worked 48 hours a week and I am my dad and we are fired together. Like we would, we would be, we got together and we were a fucking forest fire and we said things to hurt, but he said things. And like, I've said a million times on this podcast, I watched the movie, The Shack, which taught me that people <sighs> treat people the way they were programmed by the situations that kind of happened to them. I refuse to be that. We would not be friends. <laughs> no. No. You wouldn't, no. You wouldn't have accepted me for who I was if that was the case. No, maybe not. I just, I look back and I could have never spoken to a child that way. And I think the one that hurts me the most is my dad. And I'll say it because we are in a different place now and we have a great relationship now. And I've... So many times I said I wanted to write this memoir, but I just, he said, okay, but I think it would just hurt too much. But I remember I would always say I love you to him because he just never really said it back. And I remember one time he said, stop saying that you love me so much. It makes it not mean anything. And I was like seven and that plays in my head. And then like I went through this era where I was like a hardcore emo kid, right? Like I wore all black and crazy makeup and torn up pants and 
I remember my dad just saying, you can put makeup on a pig. Still a pig. And I think that's why, like, I went through, like, I went through these horrible situations with dudes growing up. Like, I had no respect for myself because I didn't, I didn't have someone show me how I should be treated. Mm -hmm. And that's why, like, I've said it before. And like, it's such a weird thing to say, but like Adam, he came in when I was like 18 and he really showed me how I should be treated. And it was like, to me, it was like, wait, this is normal? <laughs> like, I'm not supposed to feel fucking terrified of every moment of every day. And I'm not disappointing you every second of every day. And that I'm grateful. But my, like, to, to say, like, again, it was a situation. My mom was very sick. She went from, she went from being completely normal to within two months going to a cane, going to a walker, going to a wheelchair. And I'll never forget this summer, she, she spent two months in her bedroom. And we didn't know if she was gonna come out. And then, you know, she did. But the whole world was different, which is, which is really hard. But we grow and we learn and who knows, maybe I wouldn't, I wouldn't have the compassion. I wouldn't have the compassion that I do. Don't cry and make me cry. <laughs> well, I, remember going, I remember going to your birthday. And on the way home, I just started bawling. Because I've never seen something like that before. And Something like what? Your mom. How sick she was? Yeah. Like I, I know someone who has, who has MS as well. And she's in a wheelchair, but she can, like, she can talk and stuff like that. So seeing that that depth, I was like, and we've talked about before, like, I don't, I've had my own experiences, but I've never had anything close to yours. And it's hard because I want to believe that what I went through is bad, you know? Well, it is Not because all, that's your but, world though. Yeah. Like you're, I have mine, you have yours and it's going to affect us, you know, differently. differently. <laughs> but, it, but like you said, like, again, there's some people I know who base things off of childhood trauma yeah and i want to be that person that's like yep <laughs> i yeah. understand yeah i accept that's what you believe but now as grown-ups we get to make our own decisions of how our life gets to be but like i understand that because you can look at someone and be like oh you've barely dealt with it mm -hmm. like you've barely had anything hard how are you so damaged but again that's their story to yeah. them that's the most traumatic thing you know which is validated. Mm -hmm. Like if you've been, depending on what you've been through, that you've been through it. Yep. And, but again, it, not even as adults, as you get older, you get to make your own choices now and you shouldn't let anyone else dictate your life other than yourself. Which is so hard because that falls into the argument of caring what people think. think. And I wouldn't be where I was. And I, and I do, like that is a part of my dad. Like I knew nothing would make him happy. So I'll do whatever the fuck I want. And that fed that, which in turn got us here. Oh my God, we're so haunted. <laughs> but no, I get seeing my mom is really hard because like a couple of years ago, I went over and she was not herself. And I was like, she needs to go to the hospital. Like, no, no, she's fine. She just needs to sleep. I'm like, no, she needs to go to the hospital. And they thought she had a stroke, but she had like a really severe MS attack. And now like she can't speak. She, you know, can't really feed herself. It's very hard. And it's seeing her is really 
really hard. And that's why like, I want to spend more time with my mom. My biggest guilt is not spending enough time with my mom, but like, I just love her so much. Yeah. And knowing that like time's running out in a way is really scary. And that takes us to this. When we die, we know that we're dead. (laughs) (laughs) So this was an article that I found online and I thought I kind of was on a very midnight scroll of things that I could be talking about. So this was when we die, we know that we are dead. Cause you know, when it comes to ghosts, you're seeing ghosts, you're experiencing ghosts. So you're kind of like, um, do they know they're dead? What's going on here? So for the longest times, doctors did not know if the brain continued to function after we died. They discovered, however, that our consciousness does continue for at least a short amount of time after we're officially dead. This means that when we die, we know it. So that's when they're talking about like the life review. Have you ever heard of the life review? No. So when you die, it's like your brain is still, it's like going crazy for like seven minutes without oxygen. And that's when you kind of like go throughout everything that happened in your life and you relive your whole life within seven minutes, but it feels like that. But you, you see, you feel how you made other people feel. Yeah, I know. I don't remember. <laughs> Thank that you. No, thanks. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so settling. Mm. Yep. Medically speaking, death is when our heart stops beating. At this point, blood flow is cut off to the brain. Not too long after, the brain will experience cell death. Previously, scientists thought that when the heart stops working, so does the brain. Now, however, they know that there is a window of time when the brain function actually continues. They learned this by studying people who had near-death experiences. In a study entitled Aware, Dr. Sam Parnia and his team at New York University Langton School of Medicine questioned the idea if the brain stops when our heart does. They questioned it because of the stories they'd heard from patients who were brought back to life after being officially declared dead after cardiac arrest. Aside from the unusual sight of light or already dead loved ones, many patients talk about seeing or hearing things that they technically shouldn't be able to. These include describing watching doctors or nurses working, having full awareness of conversations happening around them, visual things on and around them that they shouldn't otherwise know. The things that they saw and heard were all confirmed by the doctors and nurses in the room. Dr. Parnia says that two to 20 seconds after the heart stops, brain waves, aka brain function, also flatline. This is biological death. The continued consciousness reported by many still evades explanation. We can't explain consciousness occurring during cardiac arrest, says Dr. Parnia. What happens at our cardiac arrest is that you have no blood flow into your brain and your brain shuts down immediately. The doctor and his team research isn't the first time brain activity and consciousness has been recorded after medical death. In March 2017, intensive care unit doctors at the hospital in Canada found one patient who had brain activity for 10 minutes after they were medically declared dead. These brainwaves were similar to those that occur when we are in deep sleep. They also record other patients who experience this, but for shorter amount of times. As it turns out, this consciousness after death is rather an individual experience that varies from person to person. The research team is still studying this in an attempt to understand it better. They're looking at how the brain reacts during cardiac arrest to see how many of the experiences relate to brain activity. We also study the human mind and consciousness in the context of death. 
to understand whether consciousness becomes annihilated or whether it continues after you died for some period of time and how that relates to what's happening inside the brain at real time, said Dr. Parnia. The doctor does say that one of those who had a near-death experience and report a wakeful death experience, only 2% experience full awareness. 46%, however, share memories that all exist around the same few themes. Fear, animals and plants, bright light, violence and persecution, deja vu, family, and recalling the events before their resuscitation. About 9% report the experience of floating above their body towards a light, but while remained tethered by a string. Naturally, more research needs to be done to understand better what happens after we die. Luckily, we'll never fully know until we experience it. Oh. I'm just not interested. No. <laughs> um, after reading the, like, the Tibetan Book of the Dead and being like, Adam is very spiritualist. He's very Buddha man. He's very like, he's very into all that stuff. It really seems like you, this is his outlook on how this all goes. So after you die, you go into this, this thing called the life review where you're quickly passing through your entire life, seeing how things are, seeing things from other people's point of view, how you felt, how they made you feel. Then you go into this, this like tunnel and you're, you're almost like tested and challenged. And depending on where you end up through this testing process, depends on where you go next, mm -hmm. like recarnation. So a lot of people come here. We've been here, you know, many times. Like you've probably heard of like um, recarnation, yep. right? So- some people are new souled, some people are old soul. Have you been called an old soul? Yes. Same. We've probably been back here so many times that we're like here to teach something. We're here to learn something. We're here to change the world in some kind of way. You know what I mean? And that's what's interesting. But apparently once you come here and you're the, the nicest and the kindest and you do the best to help others, then you do stop coming back. Then you like, you live, you know, with all the spirits and yeah. the souls, like you reach enlightenment. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But if you come here and you're, you know, someone like we've been treated. You can't make people feel that way and move on to the next plane. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's what's going to take you. That's what's going to bring you, bring you back. So living like this, like life where you, you want to help and you want to love and you only have the best of intention is the best kind of life to live. It's, it's the golden rule. Treat others as you want to be treated. You're so sexy. Thank you. You are the hottest big booty daddy I've ever seen. Oh, <laughs> I like this rule. <laughs> We're going to heaven. <laughs> but no, when it, when it comes to that, like, I don't know what I believe in. Yeah. I don't know what I believe in. Well, it's, it's hard because there's so many avenues you can take. Yeah. But there's nothing to prove really any of them. No, and that's when I, when I've read things, you know, when you die, your, your brain releases, I think it's DMT. Okay. Like it releases this crazy thing that makes you feel and go through all of those things, mm -hmm. which is insane. And that's scientific. And then you read all the things different religions believe and you read all the things that all the different people and all different cultures and what it comes together and makes is kind of like, you know, what I've explained. Yeah. So that's what I think is going on. Oof. Yeah. It can get a lot deeper than that, but I'd need Adam here to explain it. <laughs> He's the smart one. But no. Things are, things are crazy. You okay? Mm -hmm. How you doing? Good. Feeling a little better? Yeah. 
Find out tomorrow. <laughs> He's existing. I'm breathing. That's all that matters. He's breathing. He's alive. Yeah. Do you have anything you want to share to people? Lower your standards. <laughs> oh my God. Taylor. <laughs> and I don't mean that in a bad way. I just mean. There's no such thing as perfection. Yeah. And you really, really, really learn that. It's okay. When it's it gone, you know, it's like, well, they always said that. They always say you never really love something until it's gone. And it's like, yeah, okay, whatever. And then you lose it and you're like, oh, wow, my life wasn't that bad. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like. That's the thing. Like It's hard to remember that people got it so much worse, you know? Yeah. And. I believe that if it was really, really, really bad for me, I would do my due diligence to find something else. And some people don't have that drive in them. Yeah. Which is sad because we, we know a few people who are like that. And it sucks because you want to help them, but you can't. Yeah. You can't, you, can't, you, can't put, you can't put that, you don't learn it. By other people teaching you, you learn it by yourself. And that's the thing you you have to go through these lessons and these situations to figure out exactly who you are and what you do want or what is best for you. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, we love you guys. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I really don't know how long it ran for. Um, I don't know what the topic is either. I yeah, think we just went through everything. Um, you know when you're dead. <laughs> and we're sad. Okay, we're having a sad week. It's rainy. It's cold here in Canada. So don't forget, until next time, just keep existing. Life's a roller coaster. Sometimes it's up, sometimes it's down, but you're meant to be here because things aren't going to stay still. They're going to change. They're going to get better and they're going to get worse, but don't worry. You're going to end up at the end safe and sound, all right? Fingers Love. crossed. <laughs> Love you guys. <laughs> Bye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.